This is the Getsy Health Podcast with Janique and Tristan Roney. Hey guys, welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have one of my favorite people, Aubrey Taylor, back with us on the podcast. Welcome, Aubrey. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I want to give you guys a little bit of a backstory on why she's back on here. Um, I don't have my co-host, Gina. She's actually at a retreat right now, and I'm so jealous. But you guys, Aubrey's just fantastic and um, knows her stuff. The reason why Aubrey is on here, let me tell you the the backstory. I was doing a workshop. (laughs) We're going to be talking about about workshops yep. today. I was doing this workshop a couple of weeks ago, literally two weeks ago. It was like this, this like, what's your mission workshop? And as I was like, just sitting out, like hanging out, listening to other people's missions, I'm having these like ginormous epiphanies of, I need to do like a seminar, a workshop, a, a something with Aubrey. It like hit me and I started texting. I text Aubrey and I text Gina because I had these like two different ideas of these workshops. Because if you guys listen to the last podcast episode where I talk about the issues that we have in our health and our world and our health, like we're just constantly outsourcing our power and we're constantly paying this expert and that expert. And I want to shift that dynamic. I want you to learn the tools and become the expert. So as I was doing this workshop, this came to me and I'm like, this is it. Like, this is how people can become the experts at healing themselves. This is how people can't, like Aubrey has these tools that everyone needs to know to help heal their subconscious minds, their mindsets, because we live in a day and age. Well, I think, don't you think since the beginning of like human existence, we've all been kind of raised in trauma and yeah, and toxicity, right? Like we, Oh, I was listening to this oh, Ram Ramdom or something, and he was saying like, as soon as we're born, we're put in the school of becoming somebody, and we're taught how to be the somebodies, and we really we actually take on energetically these these programs given to us that aren't really us, yes. and by the time we're six years old, they're stuck, and then we think they're actually us, and they're not. They were given to us, and most of the time they're toxic and unhealthy. Sometimes we're lucky, and they're very loving and empowering but we yeah right but and a lot of time they are just survival strategies yes right and then we don't learn how to reprogram that so we're adults walking around with six-year-old or eight-year-old survival programs yes and so we're going to give you the tools to update that and be in the driver's seat. And he, these are tools that we should be knowing from young. Like we should be yes. teaching our two-year-olds, our three-year-olds, our four-year-olds. Like updating our programs should be the norm. I kind of love how religion actually has something like prayer, for instance. You yeah. pray morning and night. We should be updating our systems like morning and night with these like empowering, healing, loving totally. tools. And I love that we, I feel like as a human existence, we are shifting in that way, but we're all still kind of lost on how to do it. And so we're starting with the affirmations and we're starting with the chants, but a lot of us are, are kind of missing. There's missing pieces. Right. So anyways, going back to the workshop. So I text Aubrey and I'm like, Aubrey, things are changing and you need to be a part of this change. I want people to learn the tools that you have been teaching to your clients at Provo Health and to the members in the Gutsy Health membership. And will you be a part of this shift? And she said, yes. And so, <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, are you listening to a workshop right now? <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so perfect because she just had this inspiration and acted on it. And here we are. You guys, I just have to live in flow all the time. And so when things come and hit me, I either have to write it down or I'm texting people at like one in the morning and people know I'm like, put your phones on airplane mode. I'm going to like mind dump because I don't want to forget it. Long story short today. What are we talking about, Aubrey? So we are designing for you all a beautiful master your subconscious workshop. Mm -hmm. And we have been talking about, you know, what are tools that people are using that are getting them a little bit of progress, but then maybe they plateau, they flatline, or they fall flat on their face and they feel like they tried and it just doesn't work. And this is just who they are. So we wanted to talk about some of those things that don't that maybe have a little bit of positive change, mm-hmm. but aren't like the full shebang and you feel stuck. I want to talk about why this is important though, because if you guys go back to my order of healing, like the order of healing, number one is mindset. Yes. And everyone bypasses it like at a hundred miles an hour. We want to pretend it's not there, but you have to face the thing under the thing under the thing. I always say that. Yes. There is an energy. It, even Einstein, he coined a, what is it? A formula E equals MC squared energy equals matter. Matter equals energy. All right. We cannot change matter without the energetic change. We cannot change the energy without like it goes back and forth and back and forth. Right. Yeah. So mindset is at the core of of energy of energy. Yeah. I feel like, like, yes. And and energy is at the core of disease. Yes. Right. Yeah. And like stress, literally stress is energy. Stress will destroy your mitochondria. Mitochondria disrupts cellular function. Cellular function disrupts tissues. Tissues disrupts organs. Organs disrupt the body. You're sick now. Right. We can like humanity, people listening, like people of the world. (laughs) Can we like people of the universe? Can we, can we get this? Can we really have this download in our bodies right now? and start listening and realize, okay, I need to heal the energy under the thing. The thing under the thing under the thing is that there are subconscious programs that shift our energy and create dis-ease and disease in our body. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you're bypassing it so much. And here's the thing, you guys, like human beings are so smart. We create stories so that we don't have to face the thing under the thing under the thing. Yes. Right. And do we want to talk about that? Like, I feel like I want to drop a little nugget on that. Yes, please go. Okay. So our subconscious that developed mostly before we were eight years old, mm-hmm. and then we haven't updated it since then, we developed an identity there subconsciously and an energetic vibe and a frequency. Mm-hmm. And our subconscious's main job is to keep us, quote unquote, safe. And what safe really means is not changing. Mm -hmm. Safe means in the same identity as when we were eight and having trauma or whatever it was. And so if we don't change that, we keep attracting into our lives experiences that continue to validate that old subconscious identity and even people we yeah. we attract like the same kind of relationships mm-hmm. outcomes health whatever it is and i have a really good example of this this lady that i i was at a another workshop like a couple months ago mm-hmm. and her word she's a, a fitness trainer and she's a motivational speaker and she has a book um but her word for herself is resilient mm-hmm. and that's a word that she has driven home into her subconscious and She's been 
hit by a car three times. Mm -hmm. And so because resilient is her identity, she's attracting experiences that continue to allow her to prove how resilient she is. I don't know anyone else who's been hit by a car three times. Right. Okay. So like if that's her word, she's attracting experiences that help her prove that she's resilient. Right. And so we, we have to be aware of that Mm -hmm. and get on the reins. Well, and something that you've mentioned to members in the past is in order to heal, we have to have an identity crisis. Yes. And that is terrifying. In Mm -hmm. fact, for most people, that's probably more scary than facing your disease because your disease feels tangible, right? Mm -hmm. The identity crisis, this is who you are. This is what your ego, and I don't mean ego like I'm so big and macho. I mean ego like who you are. Like we have to go back to the beginning and recognize our part in playing out these stories, playing out this energy. Um, There's a saying that says your trauma wasn't your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal it. Mm-hmm. So bad things happen to us. A lot of us, when we're children, we are given, can I give myself as an example? I have a lot of trauma. And what's weird is I actually have like amazing parents, amazing. But I grew up in a culture and a world in South Africa where there was a lot of strife and a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. And I got these really toxic downloads of my world from like watching the news. My parents watched the news every morning, every night, and I would lay snuggling them in their bed, feeling safe, watching the news, like people being stoned in the streets, you know, people like hurting each other terribly, like news reports of people being raped all the time. And even though my parents didn't tell me these stories, these were stories that got downloaded in my subconscious. Right. When you were young. When I was young. Right. And so going out into the world as a 30 something year old now, I had to reprogram my subconscious that I'm actually safe and people don't want to kill and rape me all the time. I know that sounds so awful, right? I had no idea that I felt so unsafe in my world. Mm -hmm. And it was because of something as little as watching the news as a tiny person. Yeah. And and I want to share that because I had no idea that that was so unusual. I had no idea. So when we come across, when we brush up on our subconscious programs, when we realize that our truth is actually a non-truth, there's going to be resistance and there's going to be wrestling. And there's going to, like, if you're not crying... We're probably not doing it right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're the, only in the conscious. Yes. And it is probably some of the hardest work we'll ever do. And it's the most important. And too. also I feel like it's, it's hard, but it's also very simple. Yes. You know, it's not complex, right. super complicated and rocket science. It's so simple yes. and accessible to every human being. And right. that's why I'm so passionate about like us getting these tools out there. Mm-hmm. So we want to teach you these tools and then you continue the ripple. Go teach your family. Mm -hmm. Don't wait five years till you've mastered it. Like teach your family as you're learning it. Isn't the truth like we will never master it. We will always continue to heal and grow. Like that's part of being a human and existing is we're always looking to not looking to better ourselves, but there's always room for growth. Mm -hmm. And so never think I have to do this to master, to get to point A. There's always a point B and C. Like just enjoy the journey. Yeah. I always say the summit is not in this life. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's (laughs) so beautiful. Like we just keep going up and the summit just isn't even in this life. I love it. And the going up is actually 
enjoyable. Beautiful. It's enjoyable yeah. and it's beautiful. And and I think about like hiking outside in nature. Yeah, like you're tired, but look around you. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much beauty to be seen if you really train yourself and take the time to see it. Yeah. So there's I oh, I hope this doesn't trigger people. There's there's beauty in healing trauma. I don't want to say there's beauty in the trauma, but there's beauty in healing it and and releasing it it too and and releasing it a hundred percent. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how, you know, releasing trauma and this type of subconscious mindset work, you can release it so that the trauma is just a memory, but it doesn't evoke an emotional biological response in you, like elevated heart rate and nervous anxiety, Mm -hmm. you know, like, or panic. Right. It's this memory that is part of the past, but it's not your past anymore. Right. right? It's not your past. Mm-hmm. And so we, we can create the future. What is it that you always say in the truth lies journal? Oh I, yeah. I, I create re- my future, future by releasing the, the past, past. Mm-hmm. the past, not your past. Right. So, yeah. so Aubrey, tell us a little bit more about what are the problems at hand and some things you want to discuss today that listeners need to like what can we grasp because again you guys this is step one of the healing like if you if you're on the healing if you're on the medical merry-go-round or you keep trying to heal this organ system and this and this and and you are plateauing I hope you're tuning in right now because when we shift mindset that plateau breaks I see it every single time. So tell us the problem. Yeah. So what we wanted to talk about is some tools that people use that aren't as effective. Mm -hmm. Um, You make a little bit of progress, you spend a lot of money maybe, Mm -hmm. and you've kind of are still back in your same chaos and crap. Right. Right. (laughs) So I think we've all experienced that. Mm -hmm. So it kind of boils down to two things why different techniques don't work as well. One of them is that it's only working in the conscious mind. Mm -hmm. We're not getting through the filter that protects that subconscious where your real identity is. Can you explain conscious mind and subconscious mind? Because people need to really know that there's such a big difference. And what is the difference? And what do people need to know about you know what they're doing in the conscious and why it's it's not good enough we have to penetrate i'm gonna use penetrate (laughs) there's that word (laughs) it's our favorite word you guys we have to penetrate the subconscious in order for things to change so so can you explain the difference between the two yeah so if you can picture an apple tree where you can fully see the tree above ground and then you can see ground level and also the root system and the soil beneath The conscious mind is everything above ground. It's the tree trunk, the branches, the leaves, and the apples. The subconscious mind is everything below ground. So it's the root system and the soil. And a lot of times people will just work in the conscious mind. So if you think about the example, if you wanted to get better apples on your apple tree, you can't just shine the trunk of the tree, right? And that's equivalent to just doing some affirmations or doing some talk therapy. You're just shining the trunk of the tree, trying to get better apples to grow. Right. And that doesn't work. No. (laughs) You have to, in order to get better apples, you've got to go subterranean or subconscious and amend the soil, add organic matter, give more nutrition to the roots that are then going to grow up the trunk of the tree into the conscious part and to the branches and then to the fruit. So if you want different fruit, you have to go deeper and get into the subconscious mind and make positive change there. So in short, in order to change your physical reality, you have to change your subconscious 
programs and tapes Mm -hmm. in order to get different physical outcomes, whether that's in your life, with your partners, with your body, with your diseases, every single thing, everything. (laughs) Like, And it's funny because I want to like talk about that where your subconscious is. That's where, like we said, like our energy frequency is. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you are a being a frequency. You put out a frequency and the universe has no choice but Mm -hmm. to match your frequency. Right. So as you change your subconscious frequency, you're going to change what matches to you. Mm -hmm. And a personal experience I've had, like as I've been working with Provo Health and doing the consults, I've kind of like become the mindset person. Yeah. Right. Like, (laughs) and I love it. And it's funny because as I do hair analyses with people, every, almost every single person has emotions show up in their top four systems. And now I'm attracting that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and they just randomly schedule me. I don't think they know that like I'm the mindset person. Yeah. Right. But it's like their frequency of their body knows to go with my frequency. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I just think it's so cool how Mm -hmm. we attract these things. Yeah, it really is. It's really beautiful. And we attract these things, but also the bad things too. Yeah. Right. right? And we have to take, Mm -hmm. like you said, it's not fault. It's not blame, but it's our responsibility. Responsibility. You know, and we can change what we're attracting. That's what we want you to know is like, you can change what you're attracting. Mm -hmm. And part of that too is is recognizing that one, we have to have the identity crisis because Mm -hmm. where we, a lot of us without even recognizing it, we play into this system of victim, villain, hero, right? And I, and I love the victim, villain, hero analogy because a lot of the time when we are in like a situation that doesn't serve us, we play victim Mm -hmm. and, and there's a villain out there and they're attacking you and you want a hero. And so part of the identity crisis is saying, actually, there's no victims. There's no villains. There's no heroes. There's just being accountable for your part. Mm -hmm. And regardless of what other people are doing around you or to you, you have to just step into your own power and your own shoes and change you. You can't change other people around you. So take ownership of, I don't want to say take ownership of those that have abused you or whatever, but take ownership in where you can and shift the energy. So you from here on out shift everyone's energy as to how they treat you or how you treat yourself or how you view yourself. Right. So change those subconscious programs that changes the energy that changes how you interact with you and other people that changes your life outcomes and you're a happier person down the line. Yep. And it's all just creation. Yes. Like it's our power to create here on earth. Yes. I love, I love the word creation. Creationship. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> like what is, a good word. what's your creationship with, you know, your mom, with the universe, your, with the like, universe, your dad, your children, your spouse, yeah. like, or the creationship between your body and soul. Mm-hmm. Like what are you two right. beings creating together, together in this life experience? No. So I want to go deeper <laughs> as a lot of us are walking on this planet with these subconscious tapes that we are not aware of that are playing out and creating these bad apples in our lives. Right. And so we have these traumas Mm -hmm. that resonate with other people's traumas and attract them together. Yes. And I feel like that needs to be one of the like definitions of trauma bonding. Yes. And honestly, all of us are reenacting trauma bonding in probably Mm -hmm. all of our friendship circles, spouse circles. And when you can like own your trauma and heal it and the people around you own their trauma and heal it, you guys are so much like you're less enmeshed. Mm -hmm. You're healthier. You're more centered. It also goes into, you know, these subconscious tapes where we think that 
one, we attract other people's trauma. We're enmeshed in the trauma. We, we depend on the trauma. Mm-hmm. And then when they leave their trauma or they leave you, you go into victim and you're like, I've been abandoned. Well, right. You can't, you can't be abandoned. Okay. One word or one saying that I heard from someone that I really respect is all betrayal is self-betrayal. Mm-hmm. You betrayed yourself first yeah, by going into that relationship in the first place. Right. So owning our power and where we gave it up and the things like, again, we're not trying to victim blame. We're just trying to show, or we're trying to empower people with tools to see where their part was so that they can fix it and move on with their better lives. Right. Right. Yep. So, and I love like the analogy of being like a reptile and you're just shedding the skin yes. and walking away from it and walking away from it. And right. now you're in new skin and hopefully then you're going to shed the skin again mm-hmm. and be an even newer, better being. But have you seen how they shed skin? It is hard. Mm-hmm. It looks uncomfortable. It takes time. Yeah. It's actually, there's the analogy of the, you know, when, uh, what is it? Crabs or lobsters that shed their shells. Mm-hmm. Like it's hermit crabs because we have those. And I kept thinking that they were dying and it was just their shedding. Shedding. (laughs) They they probably feel like they're dying. And they do. They like go into their shell and Mm -hmm. it like takes all of their energy to slough off that exoskeleton. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that is what growth is like. That Mm -hmm. is what like killing your old identity to put on a crisis. Like that's the identity crisis. Like there is a part of you that has to die to be reborn into Mm -hmm. a healthier space. Yes, And that's where the subconscious work is not the conscious work. If you've been doing like meditations and, you know, affirmations and you're like, I'm getting nothing from this. I'm not feeling anything. That's because you're in the conscious realm. Right. We got to get you into don't the, have tools to get into the subconscious. Subconscious, exactly. You're just shining the trunk of your tree. Just exactly. <laughs> so, what are some other ways where we we're potentially doing it wrong, or it's not serving a lot of us? Yeah. So, going back to like, I think the two themes of either it's only conscious or it's not in the power is not put in us. The power is put in an external person or service mm-hmm. or product, like mm-hmm. a therapist or a drug or something like that. So you playing victim and people are now the hero. The supplement yes, is the hero. Totally the coach that. is the hero. The doctor's the hero, right. right? See how you guys are, or us, we've all done it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. See how we have these outsourced powers. Outsourcing our power. Mm-hmm. And Yes, this, this that's new, one of the problems yeah. and that's what, how we're going to do it differently. And I'm not saying that we're the only ones that do this no. differently, but these are signs that it works mm-hmm. if the power is in you, you and the tools are free for you to mm-hmm. practice and they're simple. So how are some ways that we are outsourcing of powers? We mentioned drugs. We mentioned mm-hmm. maybe spouses, doctors, coaches. Yeah, I think therapists. therapists or people that are like seminar junkies are outsourcing their power to like the big celebrity. Right. You know, like. Um, I don't want to say any names, but there's definitely some big name, multi-bajillionaire seminar Mm -hmm. speakers that people like have this cult following of Mm -hmm. them and the power is in the speaker. It's not in me Mm -hmm. because I'm a passive participant. Right, right. And so that's what we want to do differently is more like. You know, I'll be a facilitator of this workshop that we're Mm -hmm. doing, but you're an active participant. Or recognizing that let's go to these seminars, get the information, utilize them. The seminar is not the hero, the information that you are internalizing and then asking yourself what resonates. That's when you become your own hero, right? Mm -hmm. That's when you are coming back to you and not going to them for it. Yeah. what are some other ways? Well, we talked about some specifics, right? Like talk therapy as a first step, 
not super effective. Right. We have to, because that's all conscious work. Right. You have to get into the subconscious realm and then you can talk about it. Well, because I love this quote. What was, what's that guy's name that said this? What he said was trauma doesn't come through intellectually. It comes in emotionally and energetically. Yeah. So when we go and do talk therapy, that is intellectual, right? Mm-hmm. What, exactly. Aubrey, what Aubrey is saying is there's an energetic shift that needs to be done. And a lot of that is you pulling your own weight mm-hmm. and then the second step is going to the intellectual place with a therapist processing, but then going back to the energetic and the emotional right. and really like ingraining that into like your cells, your DNA, your being. Right. Right. And again, like just tying it back to the subconscious, that's where our energy lies. Right. And that's the energy and vibration and frequency of every cell in our body. All those you know, processes that our body does for us, just like breathing and the mm-hmm. liver functions and all the things that we don't have to really do. All of that is governed by our subconscious. Right. It's the energy frequency of our body. Yeah. And so in order to change these energetic, emotional experiences, right. we have to go to the subconscious, exactly. which is where they are. And then we use tools in our conscious world, like talk therapy or other things, but we have to go subconscious first. Right. So I love that. So what are some other ways where we might be missing the mark? Oh, so another thing that a lot of people do is affirmations and meditation, which I think is, is super powerful, but it does need to be done the right way. Yeah. And again, that's what we're going to teach is how to do affirmations and meditation in a way that gets into the subconscious. So mm-hmm. you're not just talking to yourself, right? Because <laughs> yes. a lot of people are doing affirmations daily and it does, it feels good, mm-hmm. but it's not reprogramming any subconscious tapes. It just mm-hmm. feels good. How many people come to you? I just had a client yesterday that said this, but where where you ask them about affirmations and they're like, I do it and it doesn't really work. Yes, all the time. I would say it's like nine out of 10 people. And I even went to like a weekend women's entrepreneur thing and they specifically, they, they had a little bit about mindset and they specifically said affirmations just don't work. And I, it was a small group. So I mm-hmm. stood up and I was like, strong disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got to take the floor for a second and teach how we can make them work, yeah. but you have to do them correctly. And again, it's very simple. Yeah, it is. Like, it's just so simple and free, but you mm-hmm. need to know the tools. It's funny because I did some Tony Robbins like workshops years ago mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that he was using the same tools that you explain or going to explain oh. in the workshop, but where he moves, he uses like movement and breathing and, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it was really, and like repetition, it was actually really brilliant. And I had that aha moment the other day. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So what are some other ways that we might be missing the mark? Oh, the other thing. Okay. This is like so common. Okay. So people will go to a seminar, like a mindset seminar or a Tony Robbins type of a situation, something, and you're like so amped when you're there. Mm. And then you come home and three hours later, you're back in your same crap. Right. Like you're triggered. You walk through Mm -hmm. the, like there's all this ampy energy in the room where the seminar was, or even if you're doing it via zoom in the little room that you've sequestered yourself away in. Mm -hmm. And then you open the door to different energy and it just falls on you like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. or your spouse is like, oh, you're right. doing that. Like, you really think you can change. Right, <laughs> right. Some Something you or know. someone triggers you in your yeah. normal realm. And, and your so- kids, you got to clean up poop and like, mm-hmm. you know, just all the daily life things. And, yes. and then you never make change. Yep. The change isn't maintained and right. the energy flow isn't maintained. 
So, and the only time you feel good is like at the workshop, right? Or at the and that's where people or, get like mm-hmm. addicted to that. I know certain people that are like totally addicted to the seminars because mm-hmm. of the high that they feel yeah. and they're not able to maintain it. So we want to give you tools and accountability systems mm-hmm. to help you maintain for at least 21 days yeah. to build a new habit. Right. And then, you know, kind of release the handhold at that point. I love that. So what should we be doing? So you you brushed up on number one. What was number one again? Okay, so I want to break it down into three things that we are going to be doing that will help solidify all of this change and give you the real experience that everybody's Mm -hmm. really looking for. Right. Well, and what we will be doing, but what should be like when you are looking for things to help you, like this is how you can structure it in your mind. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And because we're not the only ones offering great things. Right. 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 Like, yes. <laughs> of course. There's lots of great things out there, but here's the things that you want to look for. So number one, we need something that is going to initiate the, a real subconscious shift. Mm-hmm. And so that would be an immersive workshop, not a seminar, not something where you are a passive participant and recipient of all this information. And you're like, you know, super fast taking down as many notes as you can and doing voice recordings. This is actually a workshop where you guys are going to be doing work. Yes. Like coached work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and teaching each other too. Yes. And so, taking the time to teach each other. So it solidifies. There's three things that you say. You say, learn, teach. What are the three things from your like school days where you used to teach? Oh, kids? What, what <laughs> it's is called it? think, pair, share. So you guys, I like, used to teach <laughs> elementary school for 10 years. And one of the, you know, best practices for teaching is called think, pair share. I love that. Um, or like there's another one that's called two with by, which is really more what we're doing. So I will be teaching to you and then you will be teaching with each other. Mm -hmm. And then I will be standing by as you practice independently and hone in on the skill. And so as I stand by, I can answer questions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so two with by is really (laughs) two with by. So it's not all the teachers out there, you know what I'm talking about. I just think that's so cute. And it's also so effective. Yeah, it is so effective. That's why they do it in elementary school. Right. And that's why we probably should have kept going with that throughout high school and stopped somewhere. So. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So with our thing, what we're going to be doing is you're going to be involved. You're going to be working. Yeah. And it is small group. So it's not, that's one of the other things that we didn't mention of things that don't work as well is just one-on-one with you and a coach mm-hmm. or you and a therapist, because you're only getting one perspective. Mm -hmm. So this is a small group setting and everyone will get the chance to participate actively. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody's going to be the fly on the wall person. Right. (laughs) Although I think one-on-one has its place and its time and we should utilize. the second step. Yes. 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 They should both be used and not just by themselves. Mm -hmm. They they both bring such value to the table and to how you learn because you want to learn from multiple angles. And so individual and in group just broadens your perspective and helps the information and the downloads stick and sink deeper. Mm -hmm. And again, like going back to my teaching days, this is so funny. So one of the things that we do is make sure that there's whole group instruction, like whole class, small group instruction, and then individual one-on-one instruction. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, there is a place for all of that. Mm -hmm. um, But all of it is necessary. Yeah. So number one is an immersive workshop where you're an active participant actually doing work Mm -hmm. with coaching and a little bit of handholding. Yeah. Then the second thing is you need some way to maintain the shift. So you don't like, 
you know, come home from the workshop and you're like, well, that was nice. Now I'm back to now what? the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maintenance of the shift with accountability yeah. that's keeping you in that mind frame, keeping you doing the daily practices, not letting you slip back into old patterns. Right. And I think that's where seminars kind of fall short is there's not that extended maintenance. It's just up to you. Mm-hmm. So we want to provide you guys with a support system of maintenance for 21 right. days. And part of that too is one, it's really effective, but sometimes when we are accountable to someone else, else first, mm-hmm. it can have a lot of value until you feel confident and comfortable being accountable to yourself. Right. Because a lot of the time, especially as women, we put ourselves last. So I do that a lot. So I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. if I have to be accountable to Aubrey a week from today um, with the follow-up workshop, I'm going to do the work. If, yeah. If, if I had to leave it up to me, I will put my kids before me and I won't even do it. And that was a nice workshop and I totally forgot about it two weeks from now. Exactly. So it kind of sucks that as women energetically, that's what we do to ourselves, but it's okay to be handheld in the beginning and, and cradled. I don't want to say coddled, but just cradled and yeah. loved and nurtured and, and nurtured. Nurture the nurturer. Yes. I have a friend who says this all the time, nurture the nurturer. And that's, I, I say mother, the mother. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I say mother, the mother, like allow your community to mother you as you're learning these skills, because you guys, we're going to be brushing up on really hard truths mm-hmm. and restructuring them. And that will be really scary. And that's going to feel uncomfortable there's probably going to be tears. There will be. And there, there will be. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. You're going to cry. And that's a good thing. You're gonna, it's exactly. just energy releasing through your eyeballs. That's all it is. And that's okay. Like we want you to feel mothered. Yeah. Right. In this. And so when we do our, what is it? It's not a workshop. What are we doing? What are we yeah. calling it? it yeah. So Master your okay. subconscious workshop. Okay. workshop. Yeah. So when we do our workshop, like the follow-ups are just a continuation of like, let us like mother you and nurture you until this feels natural and normal and right. sustainable. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing too, that I've experienced going to seminars is just that complete overwhelm of information. Mm-hmm. Like you're just being fire hosed right. and the brain shuts off and you just kind of complete, at least I do yes. <laughs> completely shut down. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's probably been in that experience. So we're trying to keep it simple mm-hmm. and just let's hone in on these basic skills. Right. And we're not going to keep throwing more and more information at no. you. It's just, let's practice the skill. And what's beautiful is that they're basic. Yeah. They're and free. So And free. That's the beautiful thing, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, they're so basic that people are like, how does this work? And then they just don't do it. Right. So this is the accountability part mm-hmm. where we're like, okay, let's keep you accountable for the next two weeks after the workshop. Like week one, how did it go? What happened? What things did you brush up against? What things were hard? Let's nurture mm-hmm. each other and mother each other and talk through these things. Yeah. And then we'll do it again the following week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is a three week total workshop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to say about like the maintenance of the shift with accountability is not only are you being accountable to someone else, Mm -hmm. but someone else is being accountable to you. So that puts everyone in a slight leadership position and that is really powerful. Yeah. It's not like you have this big responsibility that's overwhelming, but you are part of a leader in this group. Mm -hmm. It's not just me. Right. You know, like, exactly. or the seminar leader. Mm-hmm. So exactly. And then we, this is a perfect segue. The last thing. So we've talked about an immersive shift 
in terms of a workshop where you're an active participant. And that shift includes emotional and energetic shifting. Yes. Right. We're getting into the subconscious. Like it, this isn't like cerebral. Let's talk about this intellectually. Right. Like, no, like number one is sh- let's go in, untangle and shift the emotional and energetic components that make us who we are today. Mm-hmm. And, and not all of it. Right. Not all. Like it's, it's a practice. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a lifelong practice. Exactly. And so, you know, you'll get to choose what specific limiting beliefs you want to work on. Exactly. We're not getting, we don't have to go into all the deep, dark corners, mm-hmm. you know, of your past. Right. And then number two was is maintenance of the shift with accountability. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing, which we kind of talked about is tools that you use on your own on a daily basis that are incorporated into your daily routine now mm-hmm. that are free and simple, simple. I feel like saying if the tools for maintenance that someone is suggesting cost money mm-hmm. and are making you pay residual into something, right. it's a scam. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and the power is in them at mm-hmm. that point. The free, simple tools, the power is in you. And that's what we want you to walk away with is ultimately feeling like the power of taking the reins of your subconscious so that you'll know yeah. what to do exactly. after this is over. Like you are empowered. Literally, you're the embodiment yes. of this power now. Yes. Like my slogan is Gezi Health, take back your power. This is literally what we're talking about, right? That you now know how to shift your reality mm-hmm. because you've been given these tools. Now, I do want to emphasize that like your reality, let's say there is some kind of dysfunction or disease or whatever, like it's going to take practice, Yeah, but it's like micro changes. It's these micro changes that turn into DNA changing, which turns Mm -hmm. into cellular changing, which turns into protein changing, which turns into tissue changing, organ changing. And two years from now, you're a completely different person. In fact, when, since I've been changing, I want to use myself as an example because I can't use clients as an example. That's, (laughs) you know, that's not really ethical. But when I started changing my thought patterns and my subconscious programs. And I'm still a pretty anxious person, but I was like anxious to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because when my sister-in-law came into town in January, when things were really bad with Tristan, she said to me, Janique, you're a different person. Mm -hmm. Like you feel different. You look different. You act different. And I'm like, thank you. I've been working really hard. I've been, she's, she's like, it actually used to be really hard to be around you because you're always so anxious Mm -hmm. and like high energy like anxious energy all the time that it was like physically uncomfortable and she's like but now you're like way more chill and relaxed and she's like she's like don't get me wrong like don't take offense to that. I'm like no I'd, I would not take offense <laughs> to that one because I'm a new person but two like it's okay because I knew I was anxious but you know like people see the shifts in you right you don't mm-hmm. have to seek out validation from them one because all the powers in you anyways and that's all you need you don't need other people's experiences of you all you need is you right? Remember all betrayal is self-betrayal. So don't betray yourself, right? This is taking back your power is recognizing that you will not ever be betrayed again because all you have is you and all you need is you. Yes. There's your- a Justin Bieber song about that, that I turn on myself. Which one is it? Oh, I can't remember, <laughs> but it basically says that like, cause you're asking me, I can't think of it <laughs> anyway, but mm-hmm. I just, I was driving up to a Canyon and it was on the radio and I just had this thought like, this is your song to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was just 
bawling. Mm-hmm. And it's is just, it his newest one that came yeah, out this year? I think so. Oh, yeah. that's Tristan was. I I bet it's the same song, but he's like, this is a song about self love. Yeah, it totally. You is. are the one, the only one I've ever loved. Yes, that's it. That's what <laughs> he says. This is a song about self love. That's yeah. That's yeah. It's like you. You're the only one I've ever loved. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So when you listen to that Bieber song, recognize that it's actually a self-love song about yourself yep. and not about someone else. And in fact, do this. When you're listening to love songs, yes. listen to how they are outsourcing their power to their loved ones and how that is actually codependent and icky. But All here's right? the thing that I think is triggering that to come out of their subconscious. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's their body wanting that relationship with, with their themselves. Soul, right. Yes. Yeah. And they, they think it's about somebody else, but mm-hmm. it's really a conflict of body and soul. Exactly. And, and when you look at it that way, it's so beautiful. And the songs become so powerful mm-hmm. for self love. Yes. Like, and that's, that's the lens that I look at all these songs through now. Mm-hmm. And they're so powerful. I love, so if you find, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong in this, but if you find that you're listening to a love song and you're, Oh, I'm just longing for that person to come into my life and give it to me. Stop. Recognize you're outsourcing your power. Mm-hmm. See if you can turn that song back into you. And if you're like, oh, that's not romantic, then we need to do some subconscious shifting because someone taught you a very long time ago that you need someone else to fill your love cup Mm -hmm. when really they should have taught you that all you need is you to fill your love cup. And when you've learned that you are going to be okay. Yeah. And you're going to attract, I mean, you can only attract the caliber of relationship that you have with yourself. Exactly. If you have that relationship with yourself, then you can attract real true relationships. Exactly. Where were we? Before we I got distracted we were, with we're just going off on gold tangents here. <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, I just want to recap the three things and just say them all in a row. So we need an immersive shift in a workshop where you're mm-hmm. an active participant. We need maintenance of the shift with accountability for at least 21 days to develop a new habit. Yes. And then we need tools that are free and simple that you use so that you realize the power is in you. Mm-hmm. And of course you can use external support right. as well. We don't need to like cut everybody off, right. but over time you should be able to be autonomous in gaining power of your subconscious 100%. and being in control of you being in the driver's seat rather than like, you know, the autopilot that drives your car into a lake. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. No more autopilot. Like are, are yeah. we not tired of the autopilot? You guys like, Look at your life right now. How has the autopilot served you? Right? Are you feeling fulfilled? Are you experiencing joy? Do you recognize that life should be enjoyed and you're not enjoying it? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's change that autopilot. Someone gave you a download a very long time ago that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Now we have like you can learn tools to give it back and recreate your reality. Yeah, and constantly update in the way that you want. That you want. It doesn't yes. have to be society's update or your parents' update mm-hmm. that they want for you. It's your update. You are in control. This is a creation tool. It is. This was beautiful. You guys, I am so excited that you listened to this podcast today. Let's talk about when the workshop is and how you can sign up for it. So it is, I'm looking at my calendar. May 15th, right? Yeah, thank you. It's May 15th. You guys, the first workshop is going to be about three to four hours. All right. It'll be 9 a.m. Mountain Daylight Savings Time, MDT. So plan on three 
potentially for depends on how we are unpacking energetically. Like it might just keep going to four. So just, just block out four hours for yourself. Please get a babysitter, a spouse to take the kids to the park or a friend to watch your kids and you can watch their kids another weekend. Mm -hmm. But allow yourself this time because when you update yourself and you create yourself and you create a healthier, happier version of yourself, not only are you serving you, but you serve your children and you serve your families and you serve your communities because how many of us don't recognize it, but we're actually parenting from trauma. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, we just feel so much guilt, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're actually not present with them because we're not present with ourselves. Right. So set this time aside for you, you guys, like you deserve healing. And again, going back to the order of healing, this is mindset. This is number one. Number one. Please. Can we just stop bypassing number one? Yeah. Because you can't supplement your way out of a bad mindset. You can't eat kale out of a bad mindset, you know, like, or you can't eat junk food and supplement your way. Right. Right. You know, like this, they're all like, this is so important. We can't keep bypassing it anymore because we will just keep being stuck in this loop of Mm -hmm. chaos. So, so the first workshop is the 15th at nine. And this is all on zoom. Yes, so it's all going to be know. on Zoom. So, so you, you don't do have from to be anywhere. Local. There will be workshops later down this year, which will be in person. So if you're local or if you want to fly in, like keep your ears open. We're going to have these beautiful workshops that are like weekends or all day long ones. So there's a lot of really great tools coming your way, you guys. And Aubrey's like the beginning of one of them. The membership was one. Aubrey's part of it. Like, I just want to bring all of these like super brains to you to like start. Do you remember in like the matrix? Did you ever watch the matrix? I wish we could just like plug in and put like download and then, Oh, I know Kung Fu now. Right. You know, but anyways, these little things here, we just want to give you the download so that you can recreate yourself and heal yourself and take your power back. So, okay. The 15th and then the follow-up workshop is 9am on the 22nd of May. And then the next one is the 29th of May again at 9am. The follow-up ones will be about one to two hours. Mm-hmm. All righty. So if this is something that resonates with you and you are ready to recreate yourself, your health, your life, your relationships, it has to start with you. It's always had to start with you. So let's take the accountability and empower ourselves. If you want more information, if you want to sign up for this workshop, it's going to be discounted for two weeks from now. So, oh, I got to look. I'll put the dates in the show notes, you guys. (laughs) But you will get $50 off for the next two weeks of this workshop, bringing it down to like $195. So screaming deal for all of this uh, information and community and follow-ups. And then um, go to gutsy.ch forward slash Actually, it's just going to be gutsy.ch forward slash master sub. Cool. Because sometimes I don't know how to spell (laughs) subconscious. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We want everything that's good to be yours, including mastering your subconscious programs. Until next time, do you have anything else you want to say, Aubrey? Nope. I'm just so excited for this event to launch and just to... yeah to change the world. Yep. Aubrey will be there. I will be there. I'm so excited to sit for hours with you guys and cry and talk and re repattern ourselves. Yep. So hope to see you guys there. Oh, we, there will be limited slots too. Oh yeah. So we're capping it off at 30. We want to keep it small so mm-hmm. that we can do really in-depth personal work so exactly. that it feels like that small group. Right. 
So if you're interested, sign up because those spots are limited. So hope to see you there. We're so excited. If you don't get in this time round, don't worry. We will do a second workshop later this year. We'll probably do it every three to four months. So hope to see you guys there. Take care. Until next week. Bye. Bye.